I'm Steven. And I'm Kevin. And today's episode of the Steven and Kevin Show, we're going to talk about how to communicate your ICP, Ideal Client Profile. Welcome back, everybody. This is episode number 54 of the Stephen and Kevin Show. If you were curious, like I was, ICP is not the insane clown posse. <laughs> uh, it is, in fact, the ideal client profile. I doubt that more than one of you had that same thought. Uh, yeah, most likely they didn't. But Google uh, it. They're a pretty funny group. Today's going to be an interesting call. We're going to talk about how to communicate that to clients so that they know kind of what you're looking for and what to be on the lookout for um, with new business opportunities. Before we get into that, I want to share just a quick personal story with you, but it relates to the show. Um, and it's a little embarrassing. So recently, as you know, Stephen, I, I went on vacation. Uh, we went to the Outer Banks, to the beach, and this was kind of um, just a, it was not a planned vacation. Michelle, my wife, her family, uh, well, her mother and father and their and her brother, who's in seventh grade, which is interesting in itself, um, <laughs> he they went on this big family trip, and they had like sixteen people totally. They all they were went to the Outer Banks as this like big all friends and family. They all know each other really well, really tight knit group. One of the families happened to back out last minute and had a room open, mm -hmm. so they said, "Hey, uh, Kevin and Michelle, you guys are in North Carolina. We're at the Outer Banks. Like, why, why don't you guys come join us?" So we did, and it was it was a little awkward at first because we didn't know anyone there. Right. right. So we're there at the, at the beach house. They all know each other. They're a very tight-knit group. They're all friends and family. All play soccer together. and All the kids know each other. And we're there. And one morning, I'm, I'm up early. Actually, the first morning. And I had um, not looked at one of the most recent episodes of the Stephen and Kevin show. Believe it or not, I don't watch every episode back-to-back -back after it's produced. And I was sitting um, – in one of – and this is a humongous house, by the way. But I'm like down in my, in my room and I was watching it on my phone. All of a sudden, Michelle, my mother-in-law, she starts yelling, Kevin, Kevin. And I'm like, what is, what's going on here? So um, I go upstairs and I somehow, and, and by the way, all the families up, <laughs> all the families upstairs, I don't know if you know what's <laughs> happening here, all the families upstairs. And I somehow pushed the show to the TV upstairs <laughs> and, and the kids were watching like some show and all of a sudden they're all watching us that on hilarious. the big TV upstairs. And I'm telling you, there's like... Like maybe 10 of them at that point all up there watching it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, they're like, is that you? Is that you on TV? Like, what is that? And I was like, oh, my and gosh. No, nobody believed that you had done it on accident. No. You're like, this is your walkout music. <laughs> yeah, like, it was so embarrassing. Hyping up your entrance. Then I cannot get it to – I mean it was, not an Apple, <laughs> it was not an Apple TV, which I'm used to in terms of pushing, pushing it to. It's like some other TV. I cannot figure out how, to, how I did it and how to stop it. So it's playing and playing and playing. They're all watching it and kind of like they're curious and they don't know me. And I'm like, this is really – seems very self-serving. <laughs> then Michelle, my wife, comes up and she goes – why are you showing them all of your your <laughs> podcasts? And I'm like, I'm, I didn't mean to do this. It was it was one of the most embarrassing moments for me um, as of late. So, do you think that it helped explain your ideal client profile to all of them? <laughs> in case they know any financial like was, advisors in like, need of sales training. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, that's good stuff. Isn't Kevin? that embarrassing? I had not heard that. that really uh, embarrassing. That is embarrassing. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing. Yeah, you're, you're welcome. You know, the power of the web. I, I will tell you one thing that's that's somewhat funny, too. It's like, so, so one of the parents said that the moment that it came on, like all of a sudden it just turned on, that they said, oh my gosh, that guy 
looks like Leo, who's two years old, <laughs> in, in, you, know, you know, an older version of Leo. And it turns out it's me, right, which actually made me feel good. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's kind of cool. And then it all kind of – At least they didn't see the video come up and start – not knowing it was you, start clowning on the guy. Like, yeah, look at this guy. <laughs> Great glasses. <laughs> oh, the other guy's pretty good, but the glasses guy, he's kind of nerdy and, you know, anyway. So, hey, gang, today, we're you know, it's interesting, uh, but, you know, we do want to make the bridge, too. How do you get your ideal client profile across to other people? Yeah. Kevin did it unwittingly. The whole group now knows that he deals with financial <laughs> advisors. But, you know, the, the, the purpose of today is to talk about how do you get this idea across to your existing clients. You know, one, one of the things that's interesting is clients have all kinds of ideas about how your business operates, what impact it has when you add new relationships and whether or not that's going to detract from the service they get. Mm-hmm. You know, they, people have all kinds of ideas about how, how busy you are, the uh, the feelings they get when they call your office and things sound a little bit hectic. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's true. And so uh, – and I, I think that's a really good point. And part of uh, what we want to get across is that we are open for business. Yeah. And so today we want to talk about a couple of different things. Number one, how to make sure they understand you've got some capacity and doing that tactfully, but also uh, making sure they understand what type of people to send your way. Yeah, and, and, and just to really be clear, we're not talking about asking for referrals today, right? We're not going to be saying like, hey, Stephen, like write down the names of some people. We're not talking about that. We're just talking about coaching your clients on what to be on the lookout for. Now, this concept came out of our – Word of mouth influence research report that we just launched. This report is fantastic, by the way. If you want a copy of it, go to oxy.com slash giveaway. And, um, and we broke down the advisors in this report into three categories. And we, broke, and we really segmented them based on the number of unsolicited referrals they receive. We have one group that we call laggards, right? Those, those advisors receive between zero and two referrals a year. We have another group called Middlers. Middlers receive between three and nine referrals a year. And then we had Generators, which these are advisors who are getting 10 plus referrals every single year. Again, unsolicited referrals. And then we asked them a number of questions. And one of the things that came out of this study was that the Generators felt like their clients knew their ideal client profile, which we were like, okay, that's interesting. So they're obviously mm-hmm. they're communicating it probably a number of different ways, um, but they're making sure that their clients understand who they work best with. Yeah, absolutely. And there's a, this is a great – do download the report. It's a freebie giveaway, oxley.com slash giveaway, mm-hmm. and it's chock full of uh, little things that you can do to elevate the number of referrals you get, all based on the research on those who bring in the most referrals, how they get uh, – they're proactive – with introduction approaches, they get yeah. social with them, they host events. They're really uh, disciplined about all this, and it works. So uh, check out that report. On the topic of making sure that people understand your ideal client profile, let's think through how that conversation could go wrong, right? Mm. You know, you don't want to come out with an overly salesy script about, Kevin, you know, we work great with people who are X, Y, and Z. Who do you know, right? That's not what we're after. We want to subtly drip the fact That's good. Yeah. that we have capacity and that we are open to this specific type of relationship. Let's go through some of how that works, Kevin. Yeah. So um, in terms of how you segue, we feel like you need a good segue into that conversation first yeah. and foremost, right? So I think what you just said about capacity is an excellent segue. Like if you've added a new team member, that's a really good one. If you have some new technology that's going to free you up a little bit, that's a really good one too. So you're not coming right out and saying, Hey, you know, Kevin, we got a lot of extra room here. We've got room here for some new clients. It just comes across as like a, kind of a pitch, yeah. right? You're saying more of, 
Hey, you know, we we just brought on. It's uh, we just onboarded a new team member, mm-hmm. Sally. She's great with financial planning. It's going to lighten all of our loads a little bit. Um, or you might say, Hey, you know, we've been working really hard on building out our infrastructure and using some new technology, a new CRM, yeah. um, some some new solutions for workflow. And we're excited about it. It just lets us all spend more time doing what we love best, which is spending time with our clients. Perfect. Yeah, you know, something along those lines that says, "That's hey, your segue." Yeah. yeah. And then you're shifting gears, and and as you're segueing into this, you don't want to go straight from that into, "Well, hey, who do you know that could come our way?" Because we've got room for them. No. You might say, you know, there there were. Um, so let's say, for example, I started in with, well, we brought on Sally, a, a CFP on our team, and she's been just fantastic at freeing us up and doing a lot of the planning work, um, and she's great at it. One of the things that we've had trouble with over the years is that there are points where we just couldn't take on new business because we were floored. I mean, we have we do such a thorough job for our existing clients, we didn't have the room to bring on anybody else. Mm. And so you're shifting gears and explaining a little bit about, well, you know, the situation. And now you're saying, well, hey, now we do have a little bit of room. Yeah. So, you know, as you know, I know you, you know, think of us when. And then fill in the blank at that point, right? So, like, mm-hmm. your segue, by the way, I think is fantastic. Um, and then, so then from there, you would just say, you know, think of us if you know anyone who is, and then give them a couple scenarios and give them ideas of things to be on the lookout for. So, if it's anyone who's, you know, obviously, you know, switching jobs, nearing retirement, um, if they're selling a business or if they're going through a divorce, I mean, I know that's a touchy subject, but we deal with a lot of people who are going through a divorce um, and, and we've become experts on that or whatever it might be, but give them some things to think about. Um, scenarios so then they can say if they encounter it that it triggers in their mind ah that's who Steven works with yeah right? and you can throw in like you can insert your own personality yeah. here so if you said hey you know by the way we've, we you know if somebody's asking you how's business Kevin you're saying well you know it's been great we've been working hard we got Sally on boarded she's doing a lot of our financial planning now it's really freed us up you know there was a point where we were just we couldn't take on any new relationship if we tried. I mean, we just were running flat out, and, and now that's freed us up a little bit. Um, you know, now we've got room. Yeah. Don't worry, I'm not going to hit you up for referrals. You yeah. know, you can throw in a one liner like that if you want. Don't worry, I'm not going to be asking you to make a list of people to send our way. But do keep us in mind. If you run across somebody who fits A, B, or C mold, you know, we're always open to a conversation. Yeah, and, and so with one of my coaching clients, we went through this concept, which was perfect for him because he had just added a new team member. And he started basically doing this with, with his clients. And he said one of the things that was an outcome of it is just I mean, one, he's like, I, I know I'm coaching my clients on what to be on the lookout for, which is great, which in the long term will be beneficial, right? I'm going to keep reinforcing it to them what I'm, what I'm looking for, who we work best with. Um, but the other, he said, is just a byproduct of letting them know that we are open for business. He said, because I feel like so many times clients think that, that we are, you know, we're not looking, we're not in that growth mode mm-hmm. anymore. I mean, he's a veteran advisor. He has a great business. And uh, he said, I just don't think that they realize that we are actively looking to grow, right? Yeah. And uh, he said, and when he had these conversations, I remember one person in particular told him that actually I have a friend who is about to retire, right? Mm-hmm. It was perfect. It was such good timing, but he's not, he's not putting them on the spot. And I think that's something that's important too with this, like you said, injecting your personality, being kind of – um um, just friendly, a little jovial about this, if that's your personality. Yeah, there should be no awkwardness in this one. That's right. There should not. It should not feel like oh, like they're sitting back and feeling <laughs> a little weird that you're going to be you're hitting them up for a referral. That's not it. Instead, you're educating them on the situations um, or the types of people with whom you work best. Yeah. Well, you know this this category, what we're talking about today of 
of educating clients on ideal client profile is one of a number of things that you want to drip on people over the t over time. Mm -hmm. One of the things you'll find in this uh, research report that uh, you're able to download on page nine, it talks about some of the other things that you can drip. That first off, they know your ideal profile. Yep. Second, that your top clients can clearly articulate your value. Yes. And third, that your top clients know your backstory. And these were all things that were positively correlated with being a generator, being somebody who gets more referral flow. Exactly. And so you think about how these works. None of these, none of these work in a one-off. If you, if you sat down with a client and you explained your ideal profile, you could do it so eloquently and they'll forget it in a month. Right. This is something that's spaced repetition. You figure out where to drip it into conversation. Um, the same with telling people your backstory. Yeah, that's you know, a good one too. It's sticky. It'll it'll stick with them a little longer, but at the same time, it's okay to repeat that. Hey, as you know, my with my background, uh, you know, having the military experience first before becoming an advisor, you know, yep. that's how I'm wired. I, I'm you know I'm disciplined yeah. with this. Well, you know what? That's interesting too, and we, and we should actually we should do a separate totally, podcast totally, on totally that because but, when people do give referrals, they like to give context around around someone, so that gives them the context. But so interesting to think that, um, and we're, we were talking about calling these you know conversational marketing, mm -hmm. um, but these are three types of conversations that generators are having more of, or, or they're more confident in their clients knowing backstory, yeah. ideal client profile, articulating value. Absolutely. Cool. So thinking about how a uh, practical application for all this, who do you have coming in today? Mm -hmm. Who do you have coming in this week that you could say specifically, hey, we freed up some capacity. Here's what we've been working on. Yeah. Right. Keep this good. in mind. You know, one of the things with us in, internally is we um, have been over the past you know, couple months just absolutely slammed with this new social media automation program that we have going on. Um, and we are hiring someone new, which is fantastic, mm -hmm. right? And uh, and which is going to free up some capacity for us. This is a really hot program. Um, and we have a lot of people who are jumping all over it. And now we have some capacity. So if you know anybody who <laughs> likes the idea of social media, but doesn't have the time for it, or the know how necessarily, we're really good at it. And we can do it uh, for you cost effectively it's 500 bucks a month and we do all of your social media and do it better than anybody in the industry so keep us in mind for that we can run yours if i you, love the application you, we just we, if I you get the uh, <laughs> if it wasn't pre-planned i would feel better about it but you know uh if you notice the fact that you can't get away from our marketing because we're all over the place i had a guy tell me yesterday he's like man you guys i can't get away from you i was playing words with friends with my wife and there's an ad for you guys. Yeah. He's like, that, honestly, that's why I gave you guys a call today. A little bit of remarketing. Yeah. Uh, yep. So basically, we can run some of the same stuff for you, and, and uh, I think you'll like it. So give us a call if you're interested. Most firms we can work with, uh, with a few exceptions. So let us know. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll catch you next time.